If you're a business owner, you don't need us to tell you running a business is tough. Don't let QuickBooks and spreadsheets slow you down anymore. Now is the time to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite gives you the visibility and control over your financials, HR, inventory, e-commerce, and more. Join the over 21,000 companies using NetSuite right now. Schedule your free product tour right now at netsuite.com slash c-suite netsuite.com slash c-suite hey guys welcome to the in penny stock podcast i'm your host mubarak shah cpa and founder of in penny stock and on this show i help people around the world take control of their finances understand the markets you know regardless of your background experience and help you get to a place where you don't have to worry about checking your bank account or ever living paycheck to paycheck again now if you like the show i'd love it if you can click subscribe So that way you get my new episodes automatically downloaded and sent to you as soon as they come out. So you can stay fresh on the hottest investment opportunities and education. And now finally, before we start today's show, uh, if you're interested in learning more, please feel free to text the word STOCKS, S-T-O-C-K-S, to the number 44222 from your phone or wherever you are, and you'll automatically be subscribed to our email list where you'll get our free masterclass on how you can get started learning the market and taking control of your finances. All right, let's get into the show. Hey guys, this is Farhan with Jomi Research. And this is Mubarak of Stop. All right, so today we're going to talk about Facebook Libra. And we're going to talk about the what, we're going to talk about the when, we're going to talk about the how, and we're going to talk about the why. So let's start with the what. What is Libra? So... Traditionally, I think the best way to define it is that Libra is a cryptocurrency. It's a mm-hmm. digital currency that the members over at Facebook have created. Yeah. And so, so what exactly differentiates Libra from like every other cryptocurrency out there? Yeah, that's a good question because that's one of the main things I wonder, right? And that's always something that I think about is like cryptocurrency as a whole. Say there's like 2,000 different altcoins right now. It's just interesting to think about what is the actual functionality or difference of it? Because a lot of the times the source code of it, the initial portion that makes it up is actually the same, right? It's the same code. It's just copy and paste it and then the functionality is changed. So in this case though, Libra, the cool thing about it is that um, it's going to be a currency like all the others uh, utilized for purchasing amongst a certain amount of vendors. So the interesting thing that, again, this is what made Facebook popular in the beginning. And I literally just thought about this right now, thinking about the movie Social Network. But it's going to add <clears throat> exclusivity again. I bet all of the people, so talking about Libra, Libra is going <clears throat> to be a currency that's accepted by a whole ton of merchants based on you know face, the back of Facebook. And uh, what they did was Facebook is not going to be the only uh, organization that runs the currency. It's not, they made a board that they want to have a hundred members on it, which I'm sure is going to be like the hundred leaders of the world. But, uh, it's basically right now it's 28 members. So 28 different companies. Each company has one board. And the craziest thing is that they sold it. So every person to have a position on their board, which is the governing board that makes all the decisions, had to pay $10 million minimum to get in. And what they did with that investment money is that they put it into a fund. So like it's actual reserve of capital, so probably at least $280 million, but it's not U.S. dollars. They took that 
and they diversified it amongst every single asset mm-hmm. class essentially mm-hmm. i think they did stocks i think they did uh the, like currency itself uh that way that reserve which is the reserve currency for the libra it won't be altered by changes in the global currency rates so if like the us dollar goes up but the euro goes down or vice versa because the this um fund or this reserve is invested in all of them all the currencies it's going to have a static currency so i thought that was crazy do you see what they did there yeah yeah i think i think i, I think i know what you're referring to so you're talking about the consortium of the 28 libra associates right yeah. there's 28 members they dropped 10 million dollars to join this organization yeah they're gonna have a a, a seat essentially that's gonna allow them to vote on what happens with the currency. Yeah. The money was poured into fiat currencies, right? The British pound, the Japanese yen, the US dollar. Yeah. Like yeah. the top, the top of the top currencies right now. Why? They're the most stable, right? Obviously. <clears throat> now, I think one of the biggest differences that separates Libra from, let's say, like Bitcoin, right? Is that it's, Bitcoin is, is the, is, is, is a fixed supply. There's a fixed supply of Bitcoin, right? There's a yeah. limited supply. Whereas with Libra, you can have more supply. It's determined by the consortium. Yeah. Right? It's determined by... That's going to be another Fed. It's basically yeah. like they wanted to, They took over the Fed. Exactly. Exactly. I think another uh, major difference is that Bitcoin, it was completely permissionless. See, It was Bitcoin, completely what? Permissionless. Okay. It, it had no boundaries. It had no limits. <laughs> anybody could create an account. Anybody can join. Right? And, and I think that it, it, it was a good move for cryptocurrency to to make its way into the economy, right? Because people were craving something decentralized. People were craving it. So they so, so Bitcoin kind of gave people the complete end-all, be-all to completely decentralized cryptocurrency. And now what Facebook has done, what Libra has done, is they've offered that sort of decentralization, right, which gives you the benefits of Bitcoin, but with the backing of the top leaders in the economy. With people, with, with A, the people that are, the, 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 that have invested $10 million into this. Yeah. That has been put into fiat currencies. So the same way that you're kind of feeling the, the value of the dollar is the same way kind of that you're going to feel the value of Libra as far as how far that dollar can stretch because it is essentially backed by fiat currencies, right? The other thing is it's not completely permissionless. It's not completely decentralized. Why? Because you have to register an account. You have to become a member oh, yeah. of Libra. Yeah. You have to become approved. You have to submit a photo. You have to become approved in that sense. Whereas with, with you know, with normal blockchain cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, you don't have to do anything. Yeah. Right? You get an ID, you get a wallet, and now you can do anything you want. There's a lot of scams that result of that, right? There's a lot of exchanges that came up and went down and, and nobody made money. But yeah. with Libra, there's a certain level of security that you're granted because of these, the, the Libra Association and the permissions that are set upon it, right? But it's funny you bring that up. I saw something where they're not going to monitor the app developers on Libra. Did you see anything like that? Libra app development. I think I read that. No, Facebook I haven't is, listened to that. Yeah, so that's what I thought. I, I always assumed <clears throat> that the technical side of Libra would be controlled by, you know, at a broad level, uh, the Libra Association. The, the, the members that have a, a vote on uh-huh. what's actually going to happen in the technical blockchain side of things. Yeah. Right. Without getting too technical, right? Without staying on the political side, I mean, staying on the economy, <laughs> economy, financial side. Yeah. The economy, right? It's, 
I think that you know the the just so just to cover like the what just to wrap it up. Essentially, it's a decentralized currency that Facebook made, right? They're trying to combat the high fees that you are charged as a trader, as a consumer by credit card companies that can go up as high as four percent, right? So that now you don't sure. have to you don't have to pay those fees. And the other thing they're trying to do ultimately is, and this this is kind of jumping into the why of Facebook Libra, or you know, I call it Facebook Libra because Facebook is constantly tr- attaching their name to things, and it's very likely they're going to attach to Libra as well. Uh, but yeah. essentially, uh, the why is because, and, and, and I think this is very likely. I think I saw this on TechCrunch. Um, it's all about Facebook ads. It's all about Facebook ad revenue. Because what's going to happen when businesses no longer have to pay fees to credit card companies? They're gonna have more money in their pocket. Yeah, they're gonna have more customers because the customers also don't have. To and you know what Facebook's probably gonna do? Oh my god! I they're just gonna thought. take that money that these businesses now have that they're now generating, and they're gonna take it for their ads. No, no, no of course. But you know what they're also gonna do? They're going to offer their ad revenue at a discount if you use Libra. I bet you. I'm sure. And I'm that sure. way, the, but think about it. think about how crazy that is. Not only now. Because here's the thing. Look, if you look at a normal market, you you have your own dollar and you're looking at all the different platforms and you're competing on rates and you're competing on pricing. But when you control the source, too, of the actual currency that you're going to spend, right. you, you're, it's almost like it's the, you're the, the same bank. monopoly. Yeah. You're the central, central bank. bank. You're the central bank, right. That's exactly. crazy. I'm, yeah. I'm wondering, do it's you think there's any legality thing that's like, are you think they're going to shut oh, it down? Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, they've been, they've been, Push back a lot by the by the Fed. Yeah, uh, I think it's too government. much power. Um, they they've been they've been hit with potential fines, meaning like there's ongoing investigations as to how this is going to impact the economy. I think the a spokesperson from the Fed said that the the cryptocurrency that Facebook is working on, you know, aka Libra, uh, poses a threat to the oh, US dollar. However, I I do think that you know some of these guys. They're, they're so embedded into the lifestyle of, you know, the, the US dollar and the, and the, the way of using fiat currencies that they, it's hard for them to adjust to a crypto Of course. Of to course. A currency. And because you're changing the entire way the world is thought about. Like, you know what I just thought about? The world is thought about as different countries and every country has their government that controls you know, generally what it's saying. And again, I don't care if you're Democratic or Republic or, you know, conservative or liberal. Um, generally, the country will make up certain rules for the, the governing thing. But now, and, and the reason a country is so special is because they have not only their own flag and their own government, but they have their own currency, right? right. Or the EU has a group, right? They have your own currency. That's how you do transactions and business and live in that currency. But basically, think about what just happened now. Facebook and 28 other of the biggest companies. And these are the big companies. I think Google has a seat, uh, Sequoia, eBay, PayPal, I think all these big, every single everybody, big. Pretty much everybody. Visa, Stripe, yeah. everybody has. And think about it. They're pretty much creating their own country. Mm-hmm. They're going to create with their, their own yeah. currency. Yeah. Because all of these guys, digital, they're creating these the are the masters. Yeah, they're creating their own world, essentially. Yeah. These are the masters of all of the digital transactions. Mm-hmm. Probably... The association that ends up being the top 100 companies that make up the Libra Association will probably be where 80 to 90 percent, if not more, of all digital transactions happen online. You know, that's see, what like you're is assuming, Amazon a member? Do you know if Amazon's a member? 
I'm sure they're going to take a seat. They have yeah. to, right? They're, they're, they're the biggest transactions. They, they, they or they come up with their own and try to fight. Actually, you know what? That that could totally be the case too. Because that you made a good, interesting point right there. Because I, I I see what you're saying about how you know there's so much control that these guys could have by establishing this currency and ruling the world, right? Very likely, very possible. However, I don't think that you can get to that point without a fight. You know, you're going to have the traditional mm-hmm. banks, the institutions putting up a fight. You're going to have the Warren Buffets. You're going to have the you know the Jerome Powells. They're going to put up a fight because maybe they don't understand. Maybe. That it is truly bad for the economy in some way that that really the teams that Facebook aren't foreseeing right now, mm. right? Facebook has been a part of a major breach of our personal data, right? That can't be forgotten, right? Cambridge Analytica was the biggest scandal. It was probably the reason that Trump won, which is it good, is it bad? It's not my place to say. I don't know. I'm just an investor. But what I can tell you is that those types of decisions should not be influenced high marketing companies like Cambridge Analytica should not be companies should not be determined by data driven companies I mean I just want to talk about this because I find it really interesting I just think that it's great that I almost no no like Cambridge Analytica was crazy but they just I don't know if it's their fault you know what I'm saying all they did was monopolize on a very concentrated marketing effort well you can say the same thing about people selling cocaine you can say the same thing about people selling drugs right? well no no because that's how actually hurting bodies and those are well, damaging to human beings and internal bodies i'm just saying all they did was a marketing campaign the same way the diamond see, see. became popular the well, same i don't know if you if you know this but cambridge analytica if you have a friend that signed up for let's say a quiz or a test or a survey on facebook maybe a personality test that you know facebook gives you like yeah they did that intentionally i saw yeah. everything i learned a lot yeah, yeah. yeah if you were on the first they now have your, have your information Without your consent, without your permission, they now have your all of your data on your profile, even messages to your friends. Well, they were just pulling API data, weren't they? They were pulling data that was public. They were using it without telling people how they were using it. Look, what what they were doing was it illegal? I don't know. Did they get hit with a billion dollar fine? Yes. Who? Facebook or Cambridge Analytica? Facebook. But yeah. So Facebook is the one that got screwed because they messed up. It's almost like... That's what I'm trying to say, is that Libra is not <coughs> like Facebook, right? So the... It'll be like if you saw an ATM that was just giving out cash and you just took the cash. Right? Yeah. The people who got in trouble were, was the people who... Well, the bank. The ATM. Was the bank. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm saying. So th- that's what I'm trying to say is that you cannot allow any sort of party to hold influence over decisions that are going to impact right the entire world, especially without their consent. Facebook did that. They allowed a public yeah. co- a company outside of their you know their party to take data on members of their company, yeah. right? Without their consent, without anybody knowing. That's because data law data. is now a whole thing. Well, it, yeah, and, and, and you know it's interesting you should bring that up because nobody really cared about data, right? Mm. Except for investors. I think that if you look at finance, traditionally has always been a place of high discretion. It's always been a place of don't worry about what I'm doing. Because it was their competitive advantage. It's exactly. Kind of got ahead. It's my moat, right? It's my yeah. moat. It's the way that I see the world. Yeah. That's the only thing that separates me from everybody else. I, I don't think it's the way you see the world. I think it's your ability to see the world. The more information you have on the human population, the more you can see what they're... Right, right. What, the, what the, the world is. And the different yeah. types of data, yeah. yeah. So the, the, the reason why, again, you know, going back to Libra, like, 
this is, is it's going to be a challenge for Facebook, for Libra, for the associations. How is the data going to be privatized? Now, Facebook has created a company, uh, I believe it's called Calibra, uh, and that company is, they're, essentially their mission statement is that we are going to be the ones that hold the data on your transaction. Oh yeah, I saw and that. Facebook will not have it. But it was too separate. It's a, like a newly formed Facebook subsidiary. Right? Exactly. And the reality is that, I mean, the same members of the, are going to be running it. Now, is there going to be different rules and different policies in place? God, I hope so. Right. And I, well, and Calibra I, is going to be what they, is a wallet app for Libra. Right? Essentially, right. So that app is going to have your entire <clears throat> transaction history. They're going to know every single time that you went online and, you know, bought a pair of shoes. Every single time that you... Then what's the situation now? Like, Facebook can't use that, or... We don't know, right? We don't know. But this is something that is going to be investigated by the Fed, or the FBI, or, you know, somebody... They're they're going to be faced with challenges. They're not just going to be able to, you know, skyrocket their way to becoming the the 100 most powerful leaders in the world and own the entire currency. They're going to be faced with so many challenges because the creators have messed up. They had messed up. They allowed the analytical scandal, the CA scandal, to happen, right? I mean, there's a whole, I'd say 50% of the population does not want the president in office, right? And a lot of people blame Cambridge Analytica and in part blame Facebook. And the the Fed, I mean, the FBI blames Facebook too, right? They yeah. they charge, they, they, they find them. And now they're, they're also, currently their stance, because of this in part, because of their past in part, their current stance is this currency could be damaging to the U.S. dollar. Right. So now you have the institutions, the Warren Buffets that are looking at this current currency and they're saying, no, we don't want this. Right. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's interesting because it's going to happen very fast. You know, first half of 2020, that's only six months away, 12 months away. Right. We're going to have Libra in full effect. How Facebook is going to do the marketing, how they're going to propose advantages for you as the consumer, as an investor to use Libra. Who knows? Like you said, if you're a business owner and you're using Libra to get Facebook ads, you're probably going to get a discount, right? That's pretty amazing, right? So they're going to incentivize users. They're really good at getting users. But then, you know, what's going to happen five or ten years from now? Are you going to be, you know, infiltrated, just drowned with advertisements to get you to swing a certain way on a stock? Are you going to purchase Libra? I think it would be foolish of, of everyone not to at least try the currency. Agreed, yeah. You know, in some sort of limited fashion, some sort of tested fashion, uh, just to see what it is about. Do we know a release date? Um, they said in the first half of 2020. Okay. Yeah, they haven't given an official date yet. <clears throat> Probably because, I mean, there's so much uh, uh, technical legalities stuff. and, and also legal, Right, exactly. Exactly. So, so we know the what, we know the when, we know the why, right? They're trying to combat these institutions and the high fees. Because if you think about it, you know, the, the why is interesting to me, and it's probably the most interesting thing to me, because it's like, I like what their motive is. I like what they're trying to do. They're essentially... Do they have a mission statement? I'm sure they do, but essentially, you know, what they're going to do is get rid of everybody using credit cards. No one is going to use credit cards when you can use your phone to tap on a piece of hardware that's going to instantly transfer digital currency, and now you don't have to pay a credit card fee. So you would say that their reasoning is like uh, user uh, easeability or like easiness of use. Definitely ease of use. It's also cheaper, right? Which is probably their saving friction free. Essentially, it's friction free. Yeah, and you get savings right across the board. I mean, at, at the very least, one percent or half a percent, right? Imagine even 
you know, even currencies like even uh, uh, you know X.com or PayPal, right? They, even those guys, they charge you. They charge you a certain amount in order to facilitate transactions, in order to stay profitable. They're going to even get rid of PayPal's fees, right? It's only, and, and PayPal's a member, just, just, just for the record. PayPal's a member because... Yeah, I saw that. The That's members, crazy. yeah, because there are certain teams out there. There are teams like Visa, like PayPal, like Stripe, who actually do genuinely care. There are teams that actually do genuinely care about facilitating financial transactions and don't just care about the profitability. I mean, PayPal, you know, that's Elon Musk. I don't think Elon Musk genuinely cares about money. You know, he's been a millionaire since his, you know, early or late twenties. Um, you know, I, I read just a sign on that. I read something crazy about him where, like, after even after he sold Zipsity and everything like that. He invested so much money into SpaceX, PayPal. I mean, not PayPal. He had to borrow money for rent. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like yeah. He poured all of his money into the businesses. It's wild. It's a true visionary. You know, he's probably, he's, he reminds me a lot about, like, Steve. He reminds me a lot of Steve Jobs when it comes to Silicon Valley visionaries. He reminds me a lot of Steve Jobs. Um, but that, that, you know, That's kind of, yeah, yeah, kind of is fine, but, like. Because I don't, I don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Steve Jobs, actually. You're not? Why? You're like the biggest fan of him. Well, why are you the biggest fan of him? Well, I think that he was the he was the reason why technology has taken such a leap, you know, in the past two decades. Um, the iPhones that you guys are using right now, they're in your hands. For a big part, a big part of that is because of Steve Jobs. He literally changed the course of human history. Hope you enjoyed that podcast. I know we went into a lot of detail, uh, but if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me at admin, A-D-M-I-N, at inpennystock.com. And feel free to comment, review, and subscribe. That way you'll get notified immediately when we drop the new podcast. And I'm focusing on dropping a new podcast every day. So on your commute to work, on the gym, whenever you're walking, or even just for a casual briefing on what's going on in the markets, you can definitely get an episode from here at in Penny Stock. And finally, always let me know about what topics you're interested in, either via the review or emailing me, and I'll make sure we deliver the content you're looking for. Thanks for your time. Hey, C-Suite Radio listeners, Jeffrey Hazel here, Chairman and CEO of the C-Suite Network. Has your business been seriously affected by COVID-19? Are you having trouble getting a loan to meet payroll? Is government red tape causing your business to shut down? Well, we're here to help. C-Suite Loans is a business program designed to provide companies just like yours with immediate access to capital that will keep your business not only afloat, but driving and thriving. C-Suite Loans works in conjunction with vetted funding to provide you with the best options based on your financial needs. We understand the challenges and we have a solution. Visit csuiteloans.com today to learn more. Once again, that's c suite loanscom